gals. <laughs> I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And at the time of recording, uh, Valentine's Day was yesterday, so hopefully everybody had a, a, fa- a fantastic Valentine's Day, or, you know, no matter what, since we're gals, our Galentine's Days. <laughs> uh, how was yours, sir? Uh, it wasn't bad. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Nice. Uh, we watched the piano because um, I got that on the Criterion Collection. Okay, <laughs> that makes more sense because I was like, you watched the piano. Yep, watched oh. the movie The Piano. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> kind of kind of weird. It's got Sam Allen in it. I don't know like, who that is. Um, uh, I'll have to look it up. There, there's there's quite a few famous people, but um, 1993 film. It is Sam Neil. Sorry, Sam Neil. Gotcha. What's your what's your uh, dope rating for it? Uh, weird. Um, low. <laughs> so just purely, uh, what is it? It would be Molly. Um, because it's because yeah, like it's not like a, horrendous, but it's something. It's just unusual. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm. We need to finish it. We stopped towards the end. Um, where, oh, I think we got Valentine's or Day in half. Couldn't get through a full movie. Say no more. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we need to eat. Those, those yeah, problems. yeah, yeah. Yep. Say no more. Don't say what you were eating. <laughs> 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 uh we're a kid friendly uh podcast that's that's what i tell everybody you motherfuckers i don't know i was, I was, trying back, to back throw, I was just trying to throw in a swear word in the same sentence i claimed we were a kid friendly <laughs> uh podcast always oh anna paquin was in that yeah i mean it's there's a lot of famous people in the movie it's just i don't know May 93, it didn't age very well. <laughs> kind of weird. Right. Fair enough. Today, <laughs> we are reviewing, by the title, the Batman, Batman The Dark Knight Returns Deluxe Edition. Because this Not The Dark Knight Rises. Not The it, Dark Knight Rises. Is that what you had been thinking <laughs> that yes. we were going to be watching? No, yes. I was like, oh, Fuck. good. I've seen this movie like 300 times. We're good. I got this golden. And then I looked it up. And I'm like, wait. I'm not. I was like, wait, returns or rises? I was yeah, like, because no. I've not seen returns. <laughs> and that's why I was like, is this the animated one? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, as I told you over text, I would actually say that uh, The Dark Knight Rises is overrated based on its box office um, being the messiest of the trilogy. I I mean, I would never bring one of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies on this podcast because they've all been above underappreciated. Yes, <laughs> that and, line. And, and already previously butchered to death by everybody and their brother. What do you mean? Uh, if you go onto YouTube and literally put The Dark Knight, you'll have like a thousand, re- thousand reviews of each one of those movies. You'll have 10,000 breakdowns. <laughs> All the spoilers, all the mess ups. You'll have you can gotcha. Watch, you can watch YouTube videos for days and days and days on those movies. All right, so I will. I'll use that and bring it around to the uh, to the movie at hand. Yesterday, I saw a Reddit post of someone 
like posting all the bat stuff we're about to get. We're going to get the Batman from Matt Reeves. We're going to get Michael Keaton doing the Batman Beyond. We're getting Batgirl on HBO Max. All this, all these different things. I think they had Nightwing in there. I don't know if that's been announced because so many things that DC announces don't happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fact that the trench was announced to be a spinoff of Aquaman one and here we are. I haven't been hearing about it. Um, uh, but someone was like, wonder why everyone's got so much like problems with it. Uh, or they were basically asking why people have are kind of grumpy about it since they're getting what I would describe as an orgy of uh, bat-tainment. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's definitely new. Well, you know. I, I said that in response to uh, the first comment that I saw, which was like, well, it's just because I, I don't really want, uh, you know, Keaton to be doing the Batman thing. They should have done it in the Flash and recast Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill as Batman and Superman and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. I, yeah, I, res- over it. <laughs> I responded something like, yeah, getting 82,762 uh, Batman, Bat versions of entertainment, along with all the other DC things that are coming out, you know, Peacemaker, uh, just fucking everything. The Flash show. And I was just like, my options. Be happy for the yeah. orgy of battainment. You know what? Well, Fuck it. I'm just gonna <laughs> complain. <laughs> we, well, we got that like huge plethora of MCU. So now MCU is kind of rebooting a little bit or starting their next the next segment in their, yeah. in their universe. So now DC's like, all right, this is our chance. 2023. Let's cram it down everybody's throat. <laughs> 2022, yeah. 2023. And like, I just think there's just too much. Not even including the CW shows that are still going, like Batwoman, and they they really know how to crank out content. You know, <laughs> that's it's usually not dog shit, but it's like the 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 average quality is like solid. And this is from someone who owns like probably twenty seasons of CW superhero shows, and that's not even an exaggeration. Um, just like, geez, you complain when, you know, you're, when DC's not doing enough to the point that they rush a, uh, a Joshy Weebles Justice League. Joshy Weebles. I refuse to pronounce uh, monsters correctly. <laughs> I, mean, I, I understand where you're going with this, but he's not, it's not that bad. It's not that it, bad. Um, he's he, he as far as we know, he's no Kevin Spacey. Let's let's say that. Yeah, I mean he he, <laughs> he has an ego and stuff, but man, it's not that bad. Uh, the the fans make it worse. Let's not let a Batman thing uh get overtaken by let's Josh Joshy Weebles, because no DC fan would want that again. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Yeah, anyway, th- this bringing it back to this movie, this is the movie I would have understood getting the undying love that Batman v Superman got. Let me put 
or I didn't say that quite right. I would understand this movie getting that love more than I did Batman v Superman. Um, and I think this is a better version of that movie. However, on a rewatch, there were some things I hadn't picked up on the first time. What did you think of this in our not two minute non spoiler section? Don't fact check. Yeah, that. yeah. Don't uh, don't look at how many minutes we've already spent rambling about this. Um, <laughs> I, I would say it was, it was pretty good. I was definitely better than I was expecting. I've seen other Batman um, and other animated series and animated movies like the killing joke and stuff like that. Oh, so I, I heard, kinda, I heard bad things about that. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't gripped. Um, I was a lot more gripped to this movie um, or two parts, but I can definitely see where there's parts of this that, that they took from the comic book that did not age very well. Mm-hmm. There's some things that they left uh, true to the originals that they've changed since then. Um, they put in some weird things that kind of make you go, huh? And kind of like question, they try and trick you into one thing and lead you somewhere else. There's one specific point in the first half of the, or the first movie um, that tried to trick you to thinking that somebody was going to be coming uh, and a super villain was going to be coming up, but it wasn't that super villain. Hmm. and it might be something that you probably if you went minute by minute would probably catch it but um yeah i would say it was overall overall a good movie who would ever who would ever watch a movie one minute at a time that sounds ridiculous that sounds ridiculous (laughs) or or two of them at the same time just for absolutely no reason Uh, or four of them in the future yeah um all right fair enough yeah i would uh i would say I mean, this is the movie that inspired Batman v Superman, or at yes. least the the graphic novel is what yep. inspired it. Um, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that a little bit here too in the spoiler section of this uh, affiliate link below, because um, we always seem to forget <laughs> that before. Oh yeah, you so. can you can if you want to watch the movie, either like go on HBO Max or you could get the uh, dude. There are a lot of special features that I've watched and they're good, um, but you can get that link in the affiliate link down below. That seems uh, to be something we always seem to forget until after we do this. Ironically, that was the one thing I was thinking about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won't forget to mention that. Um, and I would say this is the better version of that story. There's, it's, oh. I mean, between Batman v Superman and this, oh. I, all right, at least in this uh, part, it's structurally better, I'd say. Sure. Okay. Like, that I will give you. The the writing, the writing, the uh, you know, the scenes and things like that. Like if you think about Batman Superman, there's a fucking great opening. And then there's just a lot of excuses for things to be happening. Like, oh, they're moving a um what is it? I mean, it's just that everything after that feels like a huge big mess. Like uh, spoilers for Batman v Superman. If anyone, I mean, come on. <laughs> that movie back in 2013. If you're watching this, you've seen Batman v Superman. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know. Um. Ooh, why am I? Am 2016. I... Sorry, 2016, not 2013. Uh. You know they have. I'm just going to get the IMDb up 
so I stopped brain farting right now. Um, yeah, right, so I don't, know, they, I, don't know, I don't know where you're going with this, so I can't can't fill your gap here. <laughs> well, they have this whole thing about like uh, Lois Lane going to the Middle East to interview a terrorist. Hey, oh. there's we've got uh, Jimmy coming in as like a f- secret CIA agent who gets killed. Superman comes in, kills people. Like he he kills whoever he pushed through seven walls. That's yes. that's sorry, that's just that human body. <laughs> <laughs> people tell you that guy's not dead. He's jelly, no matter what. Um and then she goes on and then like it's clearly frame like, or it's a shitty frame job on Superman because they use fucking bullets to kill people <laughs> and her evidence of like uh, who did this like she has a bullet and she like tracks it the whole movie only to find out that it's uh, <laughs> that it's Lex Luthor when he captures her and there's all there's like this half-baked story of like what should we report uh, that doesn't go v- anywhere? Um, there's this big, ch- yeah, just excuses to do action scenes like Batman um, ch- killing so many people to get some kryptonite that he doesn't get because Superman is there as like a pole. <laughs> A lamppost <laughs> to be crashed into. He's just like, hey, you've you've now crashed. Let's look at each other for a second, and both say stop. Um, it's just this big messy thing, and all the structure of it is so throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks until we finally get their title fight, which again, like. You said it. They've there's been a thousand videos on YouTube. If Clark just said, "Hey, so uh, my mom's kidnapped," what's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you want to help me with that? X is a bad not? guy. Yeah, and then they have a six minute action scene fight because it has to be six minutes and it's. I mean, the easy comparison that's going to piss so many people off is Captain America Civil War. They almost, they originally had the same release date. That would have been awkward. That would have been awkward. That would have pissed off a lot of people. Um, And then it got moved back, uh, Batman v Superman. And, you know, that movie just did so much work to lay the foundation for their fight and their motivations and really not giving either side a choice. Another thing that a thousand people have said, Superman can't find his mom in an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Anywhere on earth. It's just, I look, I love Zack Snyder as a guy because he seems like such a nice guy. He's, he's not a, the best storyteller. Yeah. Uh, anyone listening, sorry, I'm cringing sorry, sorry. super bad, super hard because 
I know people just don't want to hear that. His, his shit's beautiful. Um, it looks great. He gets real talented casts. It Oh, there was also the whole Senate thing where they're like putting Superman on trial. Yeah, kind of, kind of not. And then there's a bombing and they're still like, Superman did this. Uh, but he's standing right here <laughs> and he walks out and then flies away and we get the montage of him helping people except like one place is a flood and he's just chilling there for like a minute like I'm here it's like yeah just the way just, that Zack Snyder translates comic book pages to reality is not the best all the yeah. time um, we'll get into this movie and on on that too, but yeah, yeah, and, and I'm, dude, not, I'm I'm not exactly sure this is where you want to find that source material for that movie. <laughs> Touche. And, and and I've said this in other podcasts. I was the one person that I like <laughs> when I heard Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. I punched the roof of my fucking car with excitement, and I saw a lot of hate. So like. Yeah. Well, and, if, and look at the look at the amount of hate now that they're getting for um, what's his name, guy from Twilight. <laughs> oh, that's that's so stupid. There's there's proof in the pudding. It's the same thing with Ben Affleck. There was the town. <laughs> like you can know he's excellent. Um, so like if there was ever an ally <laughs> for Batman v Superman, it was me. I was like, yeah, this deal was fine. It wasn't the best thing ever, but it was it was solid. And Batman, woo! So like, I was crushed. I bought like five IMAX tickets for me and my friends to like go see it. Ah, I was sad. (laughs) The only thing that differentiates me from all the people who defended on Twitter and like attacked everybody else is that I didn't. (laughs) um yeah so like this one the structure is it it can be very um comic booky as in like half the story is an episodic or uh comic book by issue story like self-contained but then there's a longer story that's running through it um yeah comic books or tv shows you can kind of tell in this movie where where it stops, where the first half is and the second <laughs> half is. You all right? Don't please don't die on me. I didn't even I, have the water in my throat when I started coughing. COVID. Uh, I, can't, um, I can't save you from this far away. I can't fly. Um liar. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen me not do it. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I mean it just I don't know. It's I forgot where I'm going here. Um, yeah, you can kind of tell, you know, where the oh, first yeah. movie ends, but you can also tell where, like, if I can't remember if the Dark Knight Returns was published as a comic book, but you can tell based on when the villains kind of switch or who yes. Batman is facing, where the chapters are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can you can definitely tell. Um, but you can tell that it runs consecutive all the way through. So there is a there is a continuous story from front to end. But you can tell, okay, here's here's a chapter, here's a chapter, 
here's like the bookend here's the new chapter here's the new chapter here's the last bookend so you can kind of you can feel it but it doesn't it runs smooth it it doesn't if you're not looking for it you wouldn't if we just sat you down in front of this movie you'd go okay cool and then if you thought about it or if we showed you the comic book or told you the backstory and kind of you know it's based off a comic book from 1984 you'd go oh okay got you that makes sense because of this this and this one thing I do want to say, which I think you'll probably mention, is do you know who the... Um, oh, this might be a spoiler, I guess, but it's on the poster. Do you know who the main young woman is played by? Uh, are you talking about... Um, we're gonna, I'm going to use her, her... I'm going to use her name, but not her the name that everybody would know her by. I'm going to use Katie, Carrie Kelly. Are you mm-hmm. referring to her? Yeah. Yes. Yes. She is the same. She has a really, she's a really good TV show with a really, you know, she's normal... played by Ariel winter, <laughs> the very oh nerdy. What? That, 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 that's on. what we're saying. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But she oh, has did a I... very, oh, she has a very modern family. You know, like oh, nowadays modern I thought family. you were going no spoilers so much. You weren't going to mention her name. So I thought <laughs> like, Oh, my bad. I thought you were like, oh, you said her name. <laughs> no, no. I was trying to draw out this like really, really drawn out dad joke of modern family. And you uh, that was a, oh, I feel and so. Then, and then Batman is played by a traditionally a villain in most movies and TV shows that I can remember him being in. He's always like a cop villain, a bad cop yep. kind of person. Do you know who uh, play? So do you want to say that name? <laughs> um. <laughs> Peter Weller. Uh, do you know uh, the main thing that Superman is from? I do not. Boston I, Legal, played by really? Mark Valley. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to look down the list here. He's like eighth, sixth. Oh, the, I'm on Wikipedia right now, so it's the uh, oh, it's both, Mar- both parts. Mark Valley. Yeah. I don't recognize his face, but oh, but if you watch Boston Legal back in the day, he's the pretty boy who who loves the rules and who um who Andy Richter oh nice who uh what's his character's name James Spader's Alan Shore like normally goes up against like. Hey, I'm the sleazy lawyer who doesn't play by the <laughs> rules sometimes, but I get shit done. And and uh, Mark Valley's character is like, no rules. I'm traditionally handsome, ruggedly <laughs> handsome. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we also had Wade Williams as Harvey Dent. He's uh, one of the guards in Prison Break, a show which is only good for two seasons. Fantastic. I don't think I've seen any of it. First two seasons are excellent. I would recommend. Uh, after, that, just, after that, just let it go. All right. So since we're in non-spoilers, technically, what would you say, like what kinds of other movies would somebody, who would you recommend this to? And I would use examples of like if you like this other movie, you'll if I think if you like Batman v Superman, you'll love this because this yes, is you'll absolutely love. I this think this is better. Better, <laughs> but um, if you're a person that really likes reading comic books, 
um, or somebody who really likes um, um, a lot of animated TV shows that aren't afraid to be gory, isn't afraid to be um, a very adult centered. Um, I would say that you'd probably like this this adaptation of it. I mean, I was I was really surprised when I was watching it how much blood and stuff like that were <laughs> was shown. Yep. I mean, I don't know what this got. I assume it's a rated R. <laughs> Uh, it might have been a direct-to-video thing, which could have avoided a rating since it's not releasing in theaters. Um, so I couldn't actually tell you. Uh, well, if it if it was rated, uh, then it probably would be rated R. I can't yeah. imagine it being rated anything less. Yeah. Yeah, because they do. Uh, they show blood coming from somebody's body. If there was yeah. blood out, like. Some of the shots you just see it splatter on the wall, so it's technically not coming from the person's body, and that could, if you were lucky, avoid an R rating and still be PG thirteen. Or, or if you turn it colors, if it's like green or whatever, and it's you know not red. Yeah, a lot I mean, of times you can kind of skirt some of those for a while. I mean, if you if it's too much, then they'll just tell you it's too much, and you might as well just turn it red. Yeah, Stardust from Matthew Vaughn turned the blood like blue or green, and that. And someone had their ne- neck sliced and had blood there, and that avoided an R rating. Um, but yeah, anything else in the uh, non-spoiler section you'd like to talk about and maybe give your rating on? Maybe? Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's that's why we are here, so okay. I will maybe I will maybe give it a rating. All right, so my rating is edible. Okay. Uh, I, I can see it. It, it started off like by my memory, I would have said mushroom, but the more I got into it and the uh, the muddier some of the details felt like, I don't know, Batman's ideology. <laughs> like, is there a, <laughs> is it very clear cut? I would not mm, say so. I, was, I would not say so. So I, and I don't, I couldn't tell if it was just uh, confused or muddied natural like accidentally or if it was trying to be realistic because people are traditionally in human history a bag of contradictions yes. <laughs> hippocrites <laughs> i believe i'm saying that word right and if i'm not don't tell me otherwise oh, yeah i actually i think it was hypocrite uh, <laughs> very philosophical yeah, plural is hypocrites uh, <laughs> um, so that's where I, I went through a point where I was like, "What the what what's what's the message?" <laughs> Since it is you know comic books and traditionally that comes from like Norse or not Norse necessarily Thor. Oh no, a Marvel. Um, but like everything's supposed to be a lesson, you know, in old mythology and superheroes are my are our. Uh, modern day mythologies. There's normally yeah, definitely a, a lesson. I would definitely agree with that. That you know, um, movies, um, movies and comic books. Okay, movie movies more for us. Comic books more for people that grew up. You know, actually grew up in the seventies and eighties, sixties, seventies, eighties. Before um, movies were invented. No, no, no. <laughs> I've seen movies from. <laughs> I've seen have, Ben-Hur. Have you ever I've, seen a movie in 1970? 
Yeah, I have not seen a movie ah. when, I was, when I was negative, <laughs> negative 20 years old, <laughs> negative 18 years old. People, he can fly and movies weren't invented until after 1970. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just assume I'm right and I move on with my life. We'll call it a day. <laughs> Still love that. Uh, that needs to be a t-shirt, but I feel like it would be a majority would not be wearing it ironically. Probably not. <laughs> probably. It'd probably become like some cult fascist thing and it would just go downhill fast. <laughs> on the as back as, would, as long as they make the money off of it, I don't care. <laughs> on the back it would say, Don't look up. <laughs> Do not fact track. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't fact track anything. Just assumes he's right and moves on with his life. <laughs> Oh, just I'm just imagining a old timey cartoon on a T-shirt that's just somebody watching the news and says, "In breaking news, something unbelievable happened." And then just like the husband sitting on the couch saying, "Don't fact check that." <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, <laughs> I derailed your uh, your rating and your road to that. Uh, my rating would be a joint. I'd say it's it's a solid movie. It's definitely it's a definite plus to the franchise, mm-hmm. but it's not changing anything. Um, what I mean by it's not like it's not going to make you a Batman fan if you weren't. I don't think it's not going to you know change your opinions if you were or weren't. I think mm-hmm. it's but it's solid to the franchise. If you like the franchise, I think this is something that you'll definitely like. If you don't like the franchise, you're probably not going to find much enjoyment out of this. But I like the franchise. I like the grittiness. I like how DC took their took theirs where Marvel kind of went a little bit too follow all happy, um, prancing in the field, where these guys are a little bit more dark and gritty right. and um, kind of stay close to the, that gritty comic book feel. So a yeah. more adult themed. Yeah, I, w- I would have gone joint, except um, it at least feels like it has a lot on its mind. As in... As in, like, there's a lot of layers or details in the story that will spur conversation. You know, like, uh, after watching The Incredible Hulk, I don't know that there's a lot of conversation to have after that movie. You know, like, Iron Man 1, there'd be some conversation, like, yeah, uh, dealing under the table like the corruption in in military or as supplying weapons and creating war uh yeah, versus benefiting from war yeah it, the moral argument of that um and then like where i would say iron man has a shot class worth of discussion this has like one of those big German beers worth of discussion. Like, like there's a lot of ways you can walk away from this movie and a lot of ways you can think about society in general. We live in a society um, and discuss it. Um, so that's, that's why I didn't go all the way from uh, mushroom to joint. But okay, yeah. I mean, it was definitely. I mean, for me, it was definitely yeah. a solid movie. I mean, I can see where, I can see where you you could get that. Um, 
not against it. Not if you would have said that this movie sucked, I would have been, well, why, what? Like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, or if you would have said this is, um, you know, top tier, um, ayahuasca. <laughs> this is the best movie I've ever seen. I, I would have been super confused, and we would have had a different conversation. But I can definitely see, you know, <laughs> I, for me, the line between, um, what is it, mushroom joint, and then skunky are is really cl- really close. So I can, if, if you're in one category and I'm in one of the other two categories, I can understand where you get there. Um, so, I mean, I can, I can definitely understand being, on, being on the joint. I can understand where you'd get. I, I, before we get into spoilers, I will say that for two and a half hours, I resisted looking up the budget because the, because I know you would want to talk about that. Cause the one thing I would love to change about this movie, or at least the first thing, you know, if I could is just double its budget. Like this felt like uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like in terms of its budget for the visuals, and I'm not talking about the three part finale, (laughs) just for (laughs) anybody, because that is fucking epic. Um, And if they could double the budget or increase it by fifty percent and put that all into the animation, I I think I'd be down to watch this in a theater. Um, Okay. I unless I had had AMC A list, uh, well, which did not exist back in 2013, uh, I don't think I'd watch each half in a theater for for you know to cost forty dollars just in my ticket prices. Yeah, not to, to mention s- the other eighty dollars you're going to spend in popcorn and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um. But if it if it had like double the budget and all that was just put into like making the visuals more epic and more dynamic, woo, would I like to see this on a big screen? Mm. But you can definitely see sometimes like ah uh, yeah you're cutting corners like in it it's not a spoiler or this is a spoiler technically but it's right in the beginning of the film. In the beginning there is a car ch- race. And the physics are not always. It's just not. It's just not. <laughs> like there's a there's an overhead shot, and you're just like, yes, I could do that in Adobe Flash back in 2007. <laughs> um. So I would. That's the one thing I'd really change is just add uh, add money to the budget. <laughs> But anything else you'd want to talk about in the non-spoiler section? Nope. Let's go to the spoiler section. Spoilers! Spoilers! Affiliate link! Spoilers! Um, Alright, so my first thing is like, in terms of the morality of the Dark Knight in question, Okay. he seemed in the beginning to really just be, to me, highlighting... Um, the United, the failings of the United States government. And the reason I read into that is because he finds somebody who is a high-ranking uh, military official who supplied weapons to one of the uh, supervillains. And the guy said... I've served my whole life, my wife gets cancer, and they won't pay for it. And out of desperation, he sold those illegal 
definitely a bad. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> no, definitely a no-no. Definitely a bad. But like, Batman doesn't blink an eye. He's just like, way to ruin a career. He's like, yeah. And this is why I was thinking the government. Like, in term, I guess the best way to highlight this is in terms of the VA for uh, retired soldiers. I know soldiers or uh, retired soldiers and the VA is, uh, and I know people who've worked at the VA and they're just bound by the rules that they're told to follow. And it's such a pain in the ass to get half decent medical care for these people who have served and been injured and need help (laughs) after war. Yeah. Just the basics. Um, And like, that's what this felt like. Like this guy has served his whole life. He's still in the military and the country that he served is just like wife's dying. Tough luck there, bud. I don't know. I got to build some warships to fight in Cordo Maltese. Um, And Batman was just like, heard all that. It was like, I have a no killing rule, but if you kill yourself, not my problem. <laughs> um, I think that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's funny again turning to this this movie's dark sense of um dark sense of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he, I think it, his last words to him are, "I've uh, had a, you've had a nice career," and then lays the gun on or lays the gun on the table and says, "You've had a nice career," and then walks out, and then the gunshot rings. It wasn't even that. He said what an end to a like a what good an career. A career. Like or yeah. way to end a good career. And it's like Jesus Christ. And especially because Bruce Wayne is I mean the easy criticism is he doesn't use his money to fix Gotham. Yeah, even though he's got like an estimated like 9 trillion dollars or something like that. Yeah. He could he could do he could give away half his money, he could give 90% of his money and still never have to see a human being in person for the rest of his life if he wanted to yeah you know yeah he's bruce wayne's net worth is an estimated 9.5 billion dollars jesus christ um (laughs) now granted granted money doesn't solve everything but definitely helps (laughs) it's it solves everything but death (laughs) <laughs> and sometimes it solves death because I mean there's a lot of research Mr. showing that Burns? when uh, who have you seen Mr. Burns is that the Simpsons yeah the Simpsons guy yeah what about he's, him he's like 140 and oh. <laughs> held together by sticks well I was actually going to say there's a lot of uh, document or uh, a lot of studies that have shown that when you know men specifically get laid off their and don't have enough money to pay all their bills, alcoholism and drug use and overdose and suicide all go up. Um, because traditionally, the theory goes, uh, men's identity is very closely tied to their what job they do. And if they don't have a job, they feel worthless, and then they slide the other way. So money, in that case, can literally save lives just by taking the stress off people. Um, but but then later, like, 
And then he also exploits and indoctrinates like an 11 year old. Like <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> and he's done, he's done it always, but he, man, he was so quick. Yeah. <laughs> he was so quick. And he's just like somebody, somebody wearing the Robin outfit, not the official one because the official one is sitting in the bat cave and you see it a couple times before <laughs> and after. Um, um, yeah. But then just like she bandaged, she's hiding. She follows him kind of. And then, bandages him up after he gets hurt and then all of a sudden you're it yeah <laughs> congratulations you've you've you braced my arm you're ready for war <laughs> and, and he's he's not ever saying like are you sure you want to do this he's constantly threatening firing her as <laughs> yeah. in and it, which is hilarious <laughs> which like the difference being is psychologically we're a lot more interested in like 15 dollars worth of money let's say uh, if we're given it and the th- we're then threatened to have it taken away, that is, m- we become a lot more attached to that small amount of money rather than being offered it to do something. So if I gave you 20, I said 15, but if I gave you 20 bucks and I was like, okay, wash my car, I'm taking that 20 bucks back versus me saying, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks to wash my car. You'd be a lot more psychologically inclined if 20 bucks was like a worthwhile amount for you to wash a car to do it in the first scenario. Cause you're like, I'm already holding it. I don't, I don't want to lose it. Um, so that the reason I'm mentioning that is cause it seems like he's like, yeah, do what I say or you're out. I'm taking it away. I'm taking the Robin away. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's serious. The first, like first time or two, but by the end of the by the end of the movie, you're just like, no, he's not serious. <laughs> like, how do you mean? It's um, because he he or she breaks his rules several times towards the end. I don't think she breaks it the first time or the time when they're chasing the um, oh the yeah, Nazi, yeah. Nazi down the alleyway. Yeah, don't said, get don't, spotted. <laughs> don't it's lure her down the alleyway, but don't get spotted. And yeah. <laughs> she hits her with a pebble and like ah, ha ha, and like dances in the <laughs> dances the alleyway. It's like oh. I gotta run. Yeah, and so she means- uh, she changes his boosters instruction. Yep. And um, you know, she saves him a couple times, realizes he's getting he's kind of overwhelmed a little bit, so she lowers down the helicopter to kind of push everybody back a little bit or distract a little bit, um, take some ammo fire. Um, so stuff like that. So she breaks his rules and doesn't get fired. I think the first mission, first first mission or two, she's she's probably serious. Like, if you don't follow my instructions of the T, you're out of here. Because yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna risk your life, your 11 year old life for a sidekick. Yeah. But I think towards the end, I think it's like just the running joke. Yeah. But then later, like he he rallies a community. He's yeah. like he's like we need to stick together. It's like what is wait? So in times of calm, you're just like fuck everybody, everyone can <laughs> go to hell. But when it gets too dangerous where you're at risk, then all of a sudden we need to be together. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Never mind. <laughs> it, it doesn't make a lot of sense for consistency's sake, but f- there's some humans I could I could uh, think of who would were very uh, hypocritical and very si- like when it's convenient and or when they what? would they would suffer. <sighs> I'm not going to mention Ted Cruz in Texas when it was all snowed, frozen over, and he just gets out of gets out of town, goes on vacation. On. I'm I mean, not gonna. that's how 
that's how you tell whether it's going to be it's going to freeze or not in texas is ted cruz in town or is he not in town is, does he have a vacation plan oh he does oh okay Let's get out of town. oh jesus um but, but yeah I mean, and then it's, and it's, then like it's, it's both sides i mean not yes. that this isn't a political thing it just happens to be the burning joke but i mean superman I mean, just does what he's told to do well, all the time the, yeah and it, fe- it, it felt like the one lesson based on like when they paused and let it settle was uh the new commissioner saying he's too big you know like the lesson is you can't change anything (laughs) if who you're fighting has enough power you'll never change anything so you should just give in yeah Um, one thing that I noticed that, you know, they kept true to what I'm going to assume is the comic books because the comics books were made back in the 1980s. Um, but since then, they've changed Superman to be less American and more worldly. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially more of the, the late 2000s. I'm sure it's marketability and I'm sure it's, you know, stuff like that and the truth, justice and a better tomorrow or whatever it was or a better America. Um so I, I noticed that they really kept true to that in this movie, the the ideology of, you know, he's American, which obviously he's not, but he, they definitely, <gasps> how, they dare def- how dare you? What? What are you but using he, facts? Yeah. He's so American I, until it's not convenient for me anymore. Yeah. Until he kills everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, he's American um, until he argues against me. And then yeah. uh, he can leave yeah. until he doesn't show up for his court case. There's court uh, trial at the Senate <laughs> <laughs> on how to control him. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they so they kept that true, which is kind of weird, especially with this being made in 2013. I figured they would have changed that a little bit. So, I mean, it's originally a Frank Miller comic. So, yeah. But I mean, if, if you were going to keep some of the things from the comic, I probably would have kept, you know, everything they did. But to keep him very American with the American flag in the background, I think when he first drops in, the American flag flashes up behind him and um, And he tries to be that symbolism. Isn't uh, he working for Reagan? Yes. (laughs) I had to look up what that was. I didn't know what president that was. (laughs) He looks like a a mutant. I thought it was like, wait, did did a Martian crash in steel? Because he's like super old and wrinkly and like greenish color. I was like, what? I was like, is this an alien? Like, Yeah, there's a, what is it? Originally, this was a 1984 comic. And I, I, I mean, honestly, considering it's a Reagan, it's just uh, a period piece, I guess. I would be more surprised if they decide to rewrite this story and change it for the telling, you know? Yeah, well, they didn't really have to re, you know, retell the story, just not flash up the American flag when he, you know, when he's first introduced. He can have him work with, you know, instead of the president of the United States, you can have him work with world leaders. You get to crash into NATO or, you know, talk to a, uh, an ambassador of some sort. He doesn't have to fly to the president's house or the White House, the president's house. He doesn't have to fly to the White House and meet with him. It's specifically, <laughs> specifically Ronald Reagan. Um, uh, that depends on what president you are. 
You know what? Just because it's uh, the president's house doesn't mean his wife isn't in her house in New York, costing yeah. tens of millions of dollars in Secret Service bills. Yeah, and then charge him for it. Um, What'd you say? <laughs> and then charge him for it. Charge him for <laughs> bottles of water and rooms. Um, Look, when the- you're paying for it yourself, renting out a room in your own building will cost five hundred dollars a day but then when other people are paying it it naturally is five million dollars a day that's yeah. just how things work talking, yeah. your hands are tied yeah <laughs> i mean great you gave up um six one point six million but you charged the u.s government two point six billion two point six billion dollars <laughs> so whatever who cares <laughs> And uh, looking up when it came out, it is confirmed that it was a four-issue comic book miniseries before okay. it became you, you can, the uh, graphic it. novel. Yeah, you can definitely feel it. Um, what do you, what yeah. do you what do you think? Do you what do you think the message is, or is there a message, or um, like don't look up it, was clearly look at the circus we are. And yeah. we can't do anything while we are anything substantial ever if we don't stop being such a fucking circus. <laughs> yeah. And trusting trusting billionaires for their word. <laughs> yeah. Um I would say if there was a message, I would say if there was an intentional message to this, I would say that it was probably along the lines of try and do right for your the common person try and do right for your neighbor um but i mean i think that'd be kind of loose considering batman goes around killing all these people <laughs> yeah and like when the rioting is happening uh, uh, unless i was wrong the first few people to get batarangs in their hands were just civilians yeah like civilians randoms. were looting which at that point i'm just like who gives a shit if they're looting dude the power is out fucking people get i don't care about the supermarket chain that has five thousand locations losing one whole store's worth of food if people need to eat i don't care and then and then the the still bad mutants come up and the people are like no you're not gonna loot my looting which I'm like, <laughs> all right, that's aggressive, <laughs> but you know, old move. Cotton, fair, let's see how that plays out. Fair enough, as far as I can tell, based on literally nothing, just your visual appearances. You know, the movie is saying these people are still bad mutants, um, mm-hmm. and you're just people. Fuck it, yeah. Get your food. Defend yourself. <laughs> don't don't let them slice and dice you. Uh, and then the first few people who get batterings through their hands are just normies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so so back camp a little bit. I mean, so this this takes place after Bruce Wayne decides to retire for I think it's what ten years or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. from from his Batman persona, so they make reference to it in the beginning, saying stuff like, um, people forgot what it's like, and some people think it's urban legend, and um so you have the the older cop and the younger cop the younger cop wants to arrest batman the older cop's like nah nah you're good keep go go watch the car we'll we'll pick this up later <laughs> um so it's kind of weird that this takes place post batman and then like 
he's first trying to get up that rope he remembers like oh i can't get up this rope anymore <laughs> it's like it's like an nfl player retiring for 10 years and then coming back and just like gets a hit that first time like yeah. ooh, i don't miss this <laughs> takes a bit more effort yeah so i thought it was i thought it was kind of cool and kind of weird that it took place during that time frame yeah it was it was definitely different than what most even marvel and dc have done they haven't really retired somebody for a long time and then brought them back like or you know have their character retire and then have them come back no spoilers for spider-man no way home okay <laughs> as the i was only gonna say yeah there's only been one time besides the aforementioned future uh michael keaton batman yeah like very rare very very rare when i say that i mean like the character itself retires not like not like the person portraying the character retires i'm saying like iron Iron man didn't become iron man stop doing the iron man business for 10 years and then jumps in the iron man suit one day and it's like oh i'm gonna do this again yeah so that it's it's weird that they did that it's a cool stylistic choice i mean on the comic books part which i assume is where they pulled that from but I thought it was I thought it was really cool. I thought it was an interesting way to way to come out come about it. Yeah. No, that yeah, that makes sense. Um I was just thinking that uh, another thing that got me confused about this was the portrayal of kinder people. Or mm-hmm. or well kinder i'll say is like joker's therapist trying to have more, more was he really was he really kind i mean he what he was he was trying to have more empathy you know okay instead of using his fist trying to give trying to actually rehabilitate okay which that is the antithesis of batman who does not do that and if if the uh the if Batman was supposed to be a stand-in for the failings of the American government, uh, the therapist would be the antithesis of that. He would be the yang to Batman's yin, uh, you know? And he is squarely shown to be fully wrong, no doubt, in our minds, which if a story is trying to take a stance, I would say, okay, it's against that person. So it's like anti um, rehabilitation. And then the, uh, the politician who is only doing what he does because the polls say so like the, the politician who's willing to negotiate and compromise. I mean, I wouldn't say you should be doing it with the mutants in the first place, but compromising in politics is something that we need more of, frankly, from everybody. Everybody. No matter what party you are, the that other party is completely wrong. We must destroy them. That's that's how you get a civil war. <laughs> um, and the one who is shown to be willing to compromise in any way, shape, or form is shown to be a coward doing it only to keep his approval ratings up i guess because he's listening to the polls uh to the voters and immediately gets eaten 
<laughs> right? Yeah. So the uh, the closest thing to um, the non-brutal approaches to life are just 1,000% shown to be in the wrong. No, no if ands, or buts about it. So that's what really got me confused about is this story trying to take a stance at all? Because, or is it? Because if it's not trying to take a stance, then it's it's not uh, fair all around, let's say. Like, don't look up, I don't think takes a political stance. It just says, stop fucking around. Please. Yeah. Please. Don't. <laughs> it doesn't have like an AOC stand in as like, I'm the hero who's up against the world. And then like a bunch of Republican stand ins, Ted Cruz stand ins as the clear villains. It's just, please, this is all fucked. <laughs> Can we stop? Yeah. Um, Which is a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen, don't look up. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. on, it's on his list. We will review it. Marbles willing. (laughs) (laughs) I think it won the marbles, but it'll win the marbles eventually. Sure. Uh, I was also considering doing a rule that after every five choices, if uh, whoever like quote unquote lost the marbles, as in they got less choices out of the five, gets to choose one in between marbles races. Like, so if you lost then you could be like all right we're definitely doing uh don't look up as the, or something like that yeah no i got gotcha. you um, but we'll, I, keep, I, we'll keep that for the future i think i think this time it was five and five i think uh we only chose five you got three oh, i got three. two like, okay yeah um but we can wait till later to put in that rule but um yeah so <laughs> i don't know i yeah but i think when i saw this in like 2014 or whenever I was just like, holy shit, this is so much better. Wait, actually, when did... Uh... The Deluxe came out at the end of 2013. Okay, Batman v Superman came out in 2016, 16, so I definitely yeah. watched in like 16 or 17, because I watched Batman v Superman first. Uh, and my reaction was like, holy shit, this is so much... <laughs> Sorry, um, everybody, but for me, I was like, it's so much better than Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, which is a title they hated. The creators. <laughs> like... We've all been shitting on a lot of people shat on that title. I do want to stand up for um uh Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio who wrote it. They wanted to call it Son of Sons, Night of Nights, or something, you know, that made or just Batman versus Superman. And the studio was like, no, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And even they were like fuck who cares i don't care about the title let's make the movie <laughs> but yeah. they thought it was a stupid title <laughs> um harvey dent i think they, they took a very interesting approach to that dude yeah right away right away at the beginning of the movie they give him plastic surgery so his face you know is normal but mentally he's still not not there because he thinks everybody he doesn't think it's normal he thinks everybody's <sighs> laughing at him in secret both so sides a, match yeah both sides match so it was it was interesting that they kind of went about the way they did um and have him kind of have that mental that mental breakdown mental health issue um while doing it 
Yeah, honestly, that part was heartbreaking. Um, and you just reminded me, what was the villain? Was he the villain that you thought would be the main one and it subverted your expectations that you mentioned no. in non-spoilers? No, I thought that um, um, Batman's jack or Batman's cowl or cape, whatever the cape thing. He as he's walking into his his um, cave with with soon to be Robin. Um, on his jacket, it looks like there was blood question marks on his jacket oh. <laughs> uh, on his on his thing. So I thought that was like a a foreshadowing of having oh, Riddler. That is so cool. I wish I had caught that. So that's what I thought. I thought Riddler was going to be in here. And I thought, okay, if he's not in this one, he's in the next one. They're already dropping hints for the next one, mm-hmm. and but now he didn't show up. <laughs> so, but it, that's what it looked like. It looked like question marks, and it may have just been you know streaks that when he dropped it wrinkled, the form of what could have been conceived as question marks. But that's what I saw it when I saw it on the cape. I was like, ooh, Riddler, nice. and I was ex- and I was also expecting Robin not to be Robin. I was expecting that to robin to him turn her away to be um turn her into Catwoman. that she oh. would she would have gotten mad because she helped batman batman didn't appreciate it and then turns her into selena kyle because at that point they hadn't said what her name was oh i got gotcha. you so i thought she was going to turn into selena kyle which would have been weird because she was like 13 and considering know. he kisses selena kyle later in the story yeah he, he does and joker kisses selena kyle <laughs> Yeah, well, isn't Selena Kyle like an old lady at this point too? Yeah, everyone's an old lady at this point. She's like a traditional <laughs> old lady with like the scarf on her head and like um, <laughs> the long, you know, ankle length dress, so she, style. She also is a madam, yes. <laughs> uh, which I I love the fact that she has Kyle escorts. It's just like no, it's a business. Guess what we do? Yeah. <laughs> So can we talk about the what I texted you about too? Yeah. No. <laughs> the, no. No. The, I, will, I will not. <laughs> the first half of the movie, the supervillain is a, is a male, mm-hmm. and he has like abnormally really long nipples that I thought were at some point going to turn into either knives or a gun barrel, kind of like in Austin Powers, but never turned into that because these things stick out like half a hand length off his chest and are like. <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know, peachy color, and his nipples are like black, like night black. <laughs> and then the beginning of the next movie, we have um, the Nazi lady. I forgot who it was, um, Bruno. And with with we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> I've not seen that movie, but I still know that song. Ooh, Encanto is so good. Oh, you got a boy. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Oh, come on. All right. This is from the guy who literally was like, or my daughter asked, I was like, all right, but I saw the trailer and I think Disney's just cashing in the on that Coco hype. So I don't think it's going to be good, but you want to watch it. So I'll do it. <laughs> and then uh, by the end, I'm just like, <laughs> this is better than Coco. <laughs> I did not cry in Coco. I will say Coco wins for the, uh, the scale and magnificence where like I would give Encanto a B Coco firmly has an A, but Encanto is Encanto's story is so much more affecting. Hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm I I literally added two of the songs and neither of them are uh we don't talk about Bruno to my surface, regular surface, playlist surface that pressure. I'm service pressure. And um I just made something unexpected. That's all I'll say is the lyric. Uh but no, those are two songs I regularly hear while I'm working. Cause my my playlist is like twenty three songs. <laughs> And it is so good. Here, this might actually help. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but all the lyrics were done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Hamilton. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I, w- so. I was That name sounded similar or familiar, similarly familiar, but I had no idea. Familiarly similar. Similar familiar. <laughs> so what, what drove me down this point, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the Bruno lady? <laughs> Bruno lady, she calls herself female, has swastikas on her chest, mm-hmm. appears not to be wearing a shirt, mm-hmm. zero nipples. Hey, I think uh, they, I think I think they could have split it in half, gave the bad guy <laughs> half as much nipple, gave her nipple, and it would have just been equal around the board, and it would have been not a big thing. <laughs> The guy had like <laughs> three, four, five inch nipples, and it was like gonna scratch somebody. Just subverting expectations. Yeah, I guess. Also, when you texted me that, I was if I, I almost texted back. Yeah, Nazis are very strict. Their strict. followers only get one N word, and it needs to be Nazi. <laughs> so nipples are not allowed. Nipples are not allowed. They they're almost very, made they almost made her cut no off her policy. own nose. <laughs> very strict no nipple policy. Um so that was uh, yeah. it was just weird. I mean, but I was kind of surprised and I because not looking up that this was back in the 80s. This mm-hmm. comic book was made back in the 80s. I could feel that it had a comic book feel to it, so I figured it was older. But then to have swastikas on her chest was kind of weird. Um, and especially for a 2013 adaptation, like I didn't, I figured they would have tried to change something, stuff like that. Um, modernize it a little bit. They don't, because that, that serves absolutely no purpose. Yeah, I guess. On her chest. I guess personally, I, when there's like a great comic book story, and this is from what I've heard about the changes to the killing joke mainly where they added an extra 30 minutes in the beginning and just invented a random romance between Batgirl and Batman, which everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I kind of prefer if they'll just stick closer to the source material and the meaning and not update it so yeah, much. But like, so if you did that to Superman, I'd, I'd completely understand. But like the swastikas on our chest serve zero purpose. I mean, I mean, hey, just outside hey, of just being there, <laughs> if if we've learned anything from the last however many years, it's that, uh, you know, disenfranchised youth <laughs> are uh, are great, um, are a demographic that Nazis like to target. Okay. <laughs> so even in yeah, today's I mean, world or Maybe not so much in 2013 because it wasn't so obvious. 
uh 80s comic book fine with fanta- it. 80s comic book i understand i got you um because they they were just you know going through all that stuff getting out of um oh uh, what's the one out in the gulf out in the, well, out in the pacific oh, i thought you were gonna say the second the with- of all three world wars no the one out in the pacific i'm drawing a blank um south pacific the cuban missile crisis no, no uh, that was the 60s yeah i believe no the late 60s early 70s was the one that we lost out in the pacific oh corto maltese no not that one <laughs> you're, you're killing me um, i just want to make sure that uh i was right when i said the 60s yeah cuban missile crisis what was the thing that you were trying to remember um <laughs> vietnam there you go vietnam so we're getting getting out of vietnam vietnam um, it says officially there's... the socialist republic i'm just kidding Oh, I was gonna say, and we the Berlin Wall was still up, so there's still a lot of there's still, you know, division between East and West Germany. So like when this was made, I can understand that, like 2013, like it served zero purpose in this movie. So like something like that, I'm surprised they didn't change. They could have literally put anything. They you know what? Have, she could have just been wearing a shirt, a, mil- I, a green shirt. I honestly wouldn't surprise if be surprised if their rule with uh, these animated adaptations, they're going direct to video. If the rule is just don't change shit. <laughs> or change as, as little as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah. So like we're not making the uh a movie that's set in twenty thirteen. We're still making one that's set in the Reagan administration. Um so uh, uh yeah. I'm seeing when did Reagan serve? 19. Oh, the portrait is 1981. Uh, serving from 1981 to 1989. Okay. Damn. Yeah, so he was, he was definitely firmly president at this point. Yeah. Wasn't like a Simpsons thing where they predicted him. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I love the fascination with the Simpsons getting things right because my theory has always been well you shoot enough shots you'll get something right and they have a they lot get, of episodes <laughs> they got a lot of episodes but they got a lot of things right too yeah I mean they predicted they predicted the Super Bowl this year they predicted the Bengal they predicted that the Bengals would beat the L A team <laughs> um, but that didn't happen but they still got the two teams right. So, I, I I don't know sports. <laughs> yeah, sports ball. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, but if you shoot enough shots, you'll get something right. But yeah, they're getting a lot right though, and like oddly specifically <laughs> right too. Fair enough. Not just you know Trump would be president, but the escalator scene, like like oddly specific. <laughs> what escalator scene? Um, where Trump announces his presidency and goes down an escalator. <laughs> that happened in real life. <sighs> so like like oddly specific, oddly specific. Not like I think he'll run for president one day and then like they happen to be right. No, it's like oddly specific. <laughs> oh like, like, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah. So like just things like that. Not just like, oh, I think he'll run for president one day, and he does. And it's like, oh, see, I told you, one day he did. But no, it was just like the, the way they did it. <laughs> In that case that you just said, I would, I would love to know if that was intentional by his staff. 
What a what a what a is is that like a Mando or a Book of Boba Fett reference where they go back to like the season was it season one episode one of whatever the TV show was where they're at a town hall meeting and the guy pitches the Book of Boba Fett to the city council. He's like, imagine this opening scene. Uh, the sands of Tatooine. Oh, pops his hand oh I know what you're talking about. That's a filibuster from Parks and Rec, which I have seen less. Uh, the amount of episodes that I've seen of Parks and Rec would. How do I actually say this where it makes sense? I sound like a fucking idiot right now. The amount of time I've spent watching actual Parks and Rec episodes versus rewatching Patton Oswalt's filibuster improv and John Ralphio clips. Uh, the John Ralphio clips and the filibusters win. I still didn't say that good. I did. I still know good English me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> D- dis- despite, despite many years of schooling and teachers, <laughs> but I, yeah, I spent <laughs> roughly this many years in school and they uh, teach me nothing. But yeah, I remember that one. Pat Pat Oswalt goes on a a big bender talking about uh uh you know the Boba Fett comes out, he gets in the slave one, there's a ship that comes to like save them and it's not it's not the Millennium Falcon, it is the X-Wing and Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet and I'm sorry, Hawkeye and Black Widow are not A-tier Avengers, they're out. Chewbacca comes back at the end as a severed head uh, with spider legs and uh, what is it? I think I think he said that uh, Han had like cheated or something. Or I have no idea. Han shot first. So <laughs> something like that. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, but he, he actually did, just for clarification, he did shoot first. They went back and edited the films to make him more look like a bad guy or more like a good guy. Oh yeah. So he in the original annotations, he did shoot first and then they scrubbed it to make it look like he shot second. Yeah. The best thing that JJ Abrams ever did for the Star Wars franchise and have a Harrison Ford unenthusiastically hold up a piece of paper that says I shot first. he's man he probably hates his life he's probably like why did i do star wars i could have done anything else he's like i could have just you know skipped star wars did indiana jones been okay with my life (laughs) because i couldn't imagine being on like the original three star wars movies the amount of questions and bombardment you get from nerds similar to a friend of ours that um um actually the movie um what was that movie with um Tim one? Tim Allen no Tim Allen where he's a um, Santa Claus no where he's <laughs> um he plays like a captain like a Star Trek thing Galaxy Quest Galaxy Quest there you go and like um what's his name comes up um and asks him like a very spe- oddly specific question about his motivation <laughs> and the character and um <laughs> well why didn't why didn't you just do this and he's like dude I just I'm just on the show I don't I don't do that. <laughs> So I could imagine being so tired after, you know, 50 years of just getting bombarded with Star Wars questions that he's just like, I will murder the next person that comes up here and <laughs> ask me a Star Wars question. Honestly, I think Harrison Ford doesn't care enough to have held resentment about it. He's like, I don't care. He yeah. just tells people he doesn't care right up. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> Although I will say anyone who wants to see Harrison Ford being fucking awesome, look up uh, Harrison Ford 
Indiana Jones recast. An interview asked him like, all right, so like they're re they recast uh, Han Solo for a prequel. If they do did that with Indiana Jones, who would you want to play him? He's like, no one. I'm Indy. <laughs> no one else <laughs> plays him. Got it. <laughs> uh, it's fucking great. Anyway. um, Yeah. What else do you want to talk about in this movie? Like the, the, the mutants are basically just a street gang. Um, Batman that, takes half of them and he's like, you're, <laughs> you're yeah, becomes, the, becomes the sons of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> They're SOBs now. I love that everyone called themselves. We're the sons of Batman, and then always the news has sons of the Batman. <laughs> I'm like, there's a little di- uh, dissonance between these two sources. Yeah, uh, I like Rob and Don. <laughs> They're comic relief, and I like how on their shirt is like, "I am Ron, I am Don." <laughs> And they're like in it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that was one of the scenes where they get introduced where I was going to be like, yeah, budget where it just seems like their bodies are flipped mirror. Like, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what? I kind of like the stylistically <laughs> just make Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I like how they changed some names. Um, Robin's name obviously isn't Carrie or Carrie, Col- Carrie Kelly. Um, I kind of like how they they brought back Joker, mm-hmm. um, kind of the way they did it, having him like basically not talk to anybody but his therapist and very smiling, always, always quiet. And then they bring him onto the TV show, and then he murders everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, this I think this is an important part that I wanted to mention to you. By the way, they couldn't do this as elegantly and you'll understand why in the animated one but uh, i believe they had a visual distinction between the um the word bubbles between batman and joker when joker dies and it may have been the killing joke i may be confusing myself but i think if you're looking at uh, the word bubbles, it's clear that Batman snapped Joker's neck. Hmm? Wait, what? Like in the comic book. Like, oh, okay. Like it shows, uh, let's see. Because in, in the TV or in the movie, he literally just turns his neck far enough that it just snaps. <laughs> yeah. And Batman's uh, kind, of, kind of like accepts it and just moves on. <laughs> I may be wrong. That may be the killing joke, actually. It's the killing joke. My bad. Um, no, I don't. I actually don't know because I'm not finding a lot of uh, panels of it. Very. Yeah, never mind. I don't. Never mind what I just said about the killing joke. In this one, it's it's supposed to be clear how the uh, how the word bubbles are that. Batman is imagining his final words as he after he kills him. Okay. Um yeah, I mean I, I thought it was kind of weird that he just like turns his head far enough that it snaps. Yeah. Um but I can see that's that's something that I could have seen them change from the comic book where he actually snaps his neck to 
not the comic book. So, I mean, I would have believed you if you had told me that. But it would have been it would have been one of those weird things that they would change. And yeah, I should have prepared this more so I had the material there. So, if for some reason I am wrong, sorry, my bad. <laughs> just assume you're right. Move on with life. <laughs> well, no, I just don't. I don't have the time to in the moment get the details to make sure and i don't want to waste time uh on that but uh yeah i think it's supposed to be clear that he kills joker himself himself consciously okay i mean i can definitely see it i mean it's just i don't know and then he at the end of this he kind of teams up with with superman to some degree well, no, because I guess he dies, doesn't he? They kind of they kind of come to an agreement once he shoots him with the the kryptonite arrow. Yeah, and then he still and then he still fakes his own or yeah, basically fakes his own death at the end. The real lesson of the movie: you can do as much illegal shit as you want, as you long as it. the people don't know you're doing it, or fake your own death at the end and just <laughs> assume a different alias live underground and train your your sons of batman <laughs> it's a it's kind of close to um the lesson in iron man 3 i think where like people only care about the villain they can see yeah with with the mandarin twist in that one yeah i mean i can i can definitely see that somebody to put a a face to the evil as soon as soon as like the I'm sh- I mean I'd be shocked if uh Do you think Superman's not going to tell the president that Batman's alive? Um I don't know. Like I said, they kind of came to a little bit of an understanding um towards the end there. But uh I mean yeah. I would I would probably assume because he stands for truth, justice in the American way, uh that he probably would tell the president that he's still alive. <laughs> he is a he is yeah i can't tell if he's a good that good of a boy scout you know what i mean if he if he would immediately like tell him hey he's alive but he won't give us grief anymore yeah he's well i mean he's already at this point like 60 <laughs> i mean he's he's jack for 60 at, at but, least <laughs> um yeah i don't i don't know it'd, it'd be weird i guess it'd be it'd be weird for him to tell and it'd be weird for him not to tell mm. so i don't know i just i don't i didn't like i wish the batman v superman thing would have been more drawn out in uh, this really in this yeah because in superman's really only like in the beginning part when he's talking to like the president and stuff and then battles batman at the end it's not really much in between yeah. superman wise like i would i would have wished for more conflict like Superman tried to, you know, jump in when Joker's killing everybody in that in that uh, talk show recording. Like have them have them meet, but like try to do the same thing, but kind of be in each other's way while doing it. Um, yeah. I think would have built up a little bit more than just like Superman's being shown in the beginning. The president says we got to get rid of Batman, and then having them fight at the end. There's not really much in between. That's. That's fair. Um, you did I mean, remind me of one weird Superman thing, which was how he saved the blind guy. 
Oh yeah, with the bus and stops yeah. or stops the, the train, train probably, kill, yeah. probably kills everybody on the train to save the blind guy. I mean, they they the poke blind. they poke their head out their heads out, so the people on the train are fine because it's I guess it must have been slowing down already, obviously because it's at a stop. But yeah, like but it's it's at a stop with a nose crunched and two giant handprints. Like yeah, ev- the people on there got whiplash, and I'm sure somebody died. Everybody going to the chiropractor <laughs> when no. he could have just been like, "Hello, tiny human," and moving. Yeah, and, I, and I guess the Cold War is still going on at this time because I think Cold War ended in the nineties. Um, but then, so Superman deflects a, a nuclear missile shot by the Soviets. Oh yeah, with a giant red star on it, like <laughs> to not make it any more obvious than it really was. <laughs> Uh, it uh man, a lot of stuff happening in 1989. Apparently, the Cold War ended in December 3rd, 1989. Okay, I'm not gonna say my birth a few months before that helped, but didn't the, hurt da- the dates line up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, mine too. When did you say the date was? December 3rd, 1989. Oh, okay, so I mean, I was, you know. 16 months old what's up <laughs> you waited that long to help yeah. end it Jeez. i had to walk first come on i had to walk first <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to walk to go over to um pimp slap uh i don't remember what russian president was at that time but to quote iron man sometimes you need to learn how to run before you can walk <laughs> I don't know that how that's good. a diss, but it sounds like it is. And I yeah, imagine yeah. a whole crowd of people just going, oh. <laughs> if you say it with enough confidence and conviction, it could have been. Uh, watch me just edit in that sound. <laughs> uh, and the reason I mentioned it is because I'm definitely not going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The editing budget on this is way weak. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> once once we get Jamie in here to to start fact checking and editing us, we'd be we'll get, we'll get it. Who's get Jamie? The guy from Joe Rogan. Oh. Joe Rogan's like um, fact checker, and he's doing a not a great job at some some facts. <laughs> yeah, some facts and not others. Well, it's funny because like sometimes he'll just jump randomly jump in and be like, no, nah, actually, I just looked that up. You're wrong. And there's other times where, you know, Joe, we're going to be like, hey, Jamie, you know, fact check this basically. And then he'll come back and be like, yeah, this is this, this and this. But it's just weird how he like sometimes he'll jump in. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he needs to jump in. He doesn't. Sometimes he's completely <laughs> irrelevant. And it was five minutes ago. And he jumps in like, wait, but come on, be consistent. <laughs> get paid to do a job or don't. <laughs> I mean, he also he also runs like all the live streaming and the audio levels, right? I think so. Yeah, that that's got to be a very con- conflicting set of jobs that he has to do. Yeah. Like, make sure the stream's going fine. Make sure the mic levels are going fine. Adjust on the fly. Change the angles of the live stream to to be like pointing at the right person. And I've done. A little bit of that with uh with an actual full like TV show set when I was in college for ABC, and nice. it's a lot. And being able to also listen to the conversation with full attention, I don't think I could even do that. Like actually 
let all of it sink in what they're saying, let alone then having to be like, oh shit, while I'm doing all that, I also need to Google and fact check that and think critically whether their thing is correct versus the the facts that are there. There really needs to be just somebody who's like fact che- uh, or like five people who are constantly fact checking. Like, oh, that'd be, that'd be so painful. You know, and then Jamie doing all the technical stuff because it would literally have to be like uh, one person listening fully and just be like, okay, Jim, back check that, please. Stacy, back check that, you know, as we go. And then be like, all right, uh, actually, and then keep interjecting. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd be a fun job, but I mean, to switch between the two cameras is probably just two uh, two buttons, like an yeah. A and a B button. Yeah, <laughs> like a scene yeah. change. Yeah, you could you... probably set some uh, some software to automatically go between them if there's uh, noise. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a Twitch. Um, they make them for Twitch and stuff, so I'm sure you could implement them too, where they have scene changes and. Um, it'll do certain things. You can push certain buttons and it'll do different things like put them on break or whatever. So, Yeah, using sure, OBS, sure you, you can do that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, overall, overall, this movie is pretty good. Um, I don't think it's life-changing. I don't think it's going to change anybody's mind whether if you're a Batman fan, I don't think it's going to make you not a Batman fan. It probably mm-hmm. might help you a little bit, but if you're not a Batman fan and you watch this movie, you're probably just like, nah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think if I rewatch it, it's gonna my rating will change from an edible to an edibly joint. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like it's just one of those things where like, yeah, it's fun. And it I'm not saying like if I rewatch it three more times and be like, Skunky, fuck this movie. Get the fuck or like poi it's not gonna keep going. The floor is joint for me. But it is one of those things where I think uh the more the more attention I give it the more the the cracks show where it's yeah. like hmm but, but if you right. definitely watch it once or twice i mean once for sure go give it a run through yeah um two three times eh, that's probably about its limit anything more than that i think it'll just it'll just wear and at the very least you can have some interesting conversations using this as a springboard yeah to talk about other issues um and other is- I, other issues or how this ties into the other super or Batman Superman movies. Yeah. And and again, I would highly recommend the special features. I remember when I first watched it, like there's there's enough special features that Amazon which does a horrible job of implementing their special features, they literally will just add it to the runtime as one video file. Dumbest nice. thing I've ever seen. What? You could, look, they have TV shows on Amazon Prime. You could literally just do that with the movie. Just have it so everything is like a different episode. Main Stop film. It. Stop it. You're you're getting too deep into this. It's Amazon too easy. Ma- Am- it's Amazon- too Jeff Bezos easy. said no. Jeff if Bezos they- says he'd rather pump billions of dollars into Wheel of Time and the new Fellowship of the Ring show than listen to your BS about the uh, special features on a disc. I watched the first episode of Wheel of Time last night. It was... It was- oh. Fine. I, that's that's hilarious because we did too. <laughs> hilarious. We, we last night we did too from like seven thirty my time to eight thirty my time because the first episode's like fifty something minutes. So yeah. if you watched it at like six thirty seven thirty your time, that'd be hilarious. Probably, honestly, 
Um, Honestly, probably the uh, all I'll say is that most of it was it was fine, and then there's a part where like one person gets murdered, which I knew immediately. I didn't uh, need the couple seconds to catch it. Uh, are you talk- the person that you're talking about getting murdered is it? They're dancing. Okay. Yes. Okay. And it it takes a second for the character to realize they've been murdered because because uh, they're in then such it a just then it just cranks it to eleven. You're like, holy fuck! What the fuck? Holy shit! What is going? God damn! Fuck! Yeah. Fuck! Um. But uh, one thing I'll say in a non-spoiler way is like, dude, heartbreaking. Yeah. I think you you have to know the one moment I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Fuck. Um, and something I could totally see happening. Happening anyway. Um. But it, it was just funny. Um, the and Bethany started reading the books once she found out this TV show was coming out. So, um, she's almost done with it, book one, and I was like, oh, but you haven't finished your book yet. But she mentioned the the person that you're talking about is not in the books. So she was confused on how they were going to do that. So when they did that, when they did that specific scene, mm. um, she was like, "Oh, that makes sense because that that explains his character in the in the book a little bit more." Uh, I've read a little bit of like the fifth book, and the writing was so delicious that I was like, "Ooh, this is a series I want to read." Like this is when I was in like eighth grade or some shit. And then, uh, actually, no, sophomore year. And then when I went back to the first one, I was like, okay, the writing's a little rougher. Okay, okay. Uh, and mind you, I've only watched the uh, the first episode, so I might be remembering things wrong. I don't remember anything that I saw in the first episode from when I was reading the book. But what I do remember is there was this like whole goddamn chapter and ask bethany if because <laughs> i might be remembering wrong i'll say it in a future episode if you say i i am remembering it wrong but it was this whole fucking chapter where like it felt like 15 people it or let me put it this way it starts in a barn with like four or five people and like we're gonna leave on this quest and then my god one after another characters just start walking into the scene and they're like you know what i'm gonna come too you know what i was outside i heard what you were gonna do i'm coming too just rant people that don't know each other intimately like these are not 15 lifelong friends and then like someone's up in the rafters they're like that sounds fun (laughs) i'm totally not spying on all you guys right now (laughs) but like for a full chapter and I'm afraid I'm just remembering Aragon poorly <laughs> and not Wheel of Time, but I think it's Wheel of Time. I'm just like, this is the clunkiest, laziest way to get everyone together, and this is a chapter everyone will be happy is in the rear view. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like the Fellowship of the Ring coming together in the laziest possible way. <laughs> like, as soon as Ryder comes in, Legolas comes in, he's like, I am an elf and I can help and we should do this. And then like I'm, Gimli I'm, comes I'm, in. I'm he's, free. I'm available. Yeah. And Gimli's like, I was drinking downstairs and I don't want to go, but I'll be damned if an elf goes, not a uh, dwarf doesn't. <laughs> it's just like, um, anyway, back to this. Oh, so my point was for Amazon, like 
if they had an audio commentary track, they wouldn't just add a language option that says audio commentary. It would be the movie and then the movie again with the audio commentary track as one whole file. It's real clunky. Uh, anyway, there's enough con- there's enough special features that it doubles the running length of oh, Amazon's nice. files. So there's a whole lot to actually get if you're into those things. There's not like three deleted scenes and then and that's it. Um, I, I don't know anything else I want to say about the movie. Yeah, like I said, overall it's pretty good. Um, I can I was looking there. I cannot find the budget. But I can find an estimated earnings between part one and part two. All right. The estimated earnings of part one was just short of um, six million dollars. Damn. The estimated earnings of part two was a little over four million dollars, totaling together an estimated ten million two hundred and seventy-seven thousand four hundred eighty-eight dollars. So, I mean, I can't imagine this movie was made for. More than five million, yeah. But how? Like, all right. Let me let me do this. How much does an episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender cost? Um. All right, about three hundred fifty thousand to five hundred million an episode, and they're around wow. twenty minute or five hundred thousand. My bad. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That was a bad brain fart. So each episode is about 22 minutes, 20 minutes, let's say, just to make it e- so even. Ten, so 10 times. Half, half a million times seven. Uh, so so 3.5 million. Okay. I think yeah. This tracks. Yeah. I'm. I'm I I would say that's pretty fair. I would say I would say more than two million short of five million. Yeah. I I I'd be pretty hard pressed if you told me they made this movie for five million dollars or these these two movies together for five million dollars. I'd be uh, pretty disappointed <laughs> <laughs> because they would have wasted the money. I I know very little about like if you showed me this and you made me guess without me uh, using Avatar: The Last Airbender as a anchor. I I would have been like I don't know, ten million, twenty million, because I don't know how. I'm not familiar with animated movie budgets. But do you know who is? You, Jay uh, Leno. No, Olivia, the director. <laughs> does he do a was, lot of these? I, oh, he does a ton. He does a ton of these like animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um. The Invincible Iron Man, the movie, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, uh, which is an animated movie. I can, Flashpoint. I can. Ooh, dude, I'm not even kidding. I considered adding Justice League Flashpoint to my list while watching this movie because I really do. The Flashpoint Paradox. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Because I love that movie. I think that's a better, more solid movie than this one uh, after rewatching it. Yeah, but that, that's League awesome. War. Batman vs. Robin, Batman right. Bad Blood. I so should he, I should have said it earlier, but I was going to say this going to piss off a lot of people with how how many Marvel properties he did. Um, God, the Godzilla the series, Roughnecks, the Starship Trooper Chronolog, um, Max Steel, Jackie Chan Adventures, He Man. <gasps> I love Jackie Chan Adventures. 
Um, he went to work as a uh, storyboard supervisor for He-Man, the Masters of the Universe. So, yeah, I mean, he does. Ooh, he was in the art department for Deadpool, Thor Ragnarok, and Wonder Woman. There you go. That's so cool. Uh, or is it depressing? I was going to say, is it a good thing they went from being a regular director to part of the art department? Yeah, storyboard um, artist for multiple episodes of The Flash on CW. <sighs> he was an uncredited storyboard artist for Space Jam A New Legacy. Oh, p- fantastic. What was the last uh, title you mentioned? Uh, I got the, something. The Flash. The CW The Flash. That makes sense. Um, do you know who, what other uh, movie he was a storyboard artist for? Army of the Dead. Yep. <laughs> okay, because I just, I look down at the screen because I'm now at the bottom of his like movie list. I'm like uh, Army of the Dead. <laughs> and Justice, you already said Justice League, right? The actual Justice League. No, I didn't say the actual Justice League. Justice League Dark and a couple other ones. No, he he was the storyboard artist for the actual Justice League. So I presume he's, you know, the storyboard is for just like the Snyder cut, um, even though he's uncredited on here cut, which just makes I love that. I actually unironically love that as much hate as I gave for Batman v Superman, like uh, Zack Snyder clearly watched not only read the comic. Well, I hope he read the comic. He clearly watched the this movie i was like i'm doing my version of that i want the director to be a part of my version and he kept him on for justice league and army of the dead and i absolutely love that and he's gonna help him with the army of the dead prequel anime prequel oh yeah uh, that's along with with the showrunner and also a uh, court of the dead animated series as well so i mean seems like him and zach schneider seem to have a thing yeah. They yeah. seem to be buddies. There there was a I need to make a video about this, but there was a recent thing of like an executive at Warner Brothers and like fans were theorizing that the reason that Batman v Superman and uh Zack Snyder's Justice League or I guess the original Justice League got so much hate is because Zack Snyder's such a nice guy. And like that opened him up to more hate. <laughs> What? I, yeah, and it just makes me feel. It makes me feel a little frustrated, but also just sad for the people who like. Just don't want to admit that a movie they love, most people don't. Yeah, I mean, like we, I think everybody has a movie like that where you're just like, yeah. you have a movie that you really like, whether you, you admit it out loud or not. That you know, some people don't like. Dude, two of the Kingsman movies are not liked by most Kingsman fans. <laughs> you know, I just have which, to which, which be two, cool two with that. Three? Yeah, two and the and I guess technically the prequel, but okay. like they're not as loved as the first one. Stretch, yeah. you didn't love Stretch. You didn't love Tag. I I <laughs> I'm not losing sleep over the fact that you know you didn't love those two as much as i did and that most kingsman fans just see the see kingsman 2 and the prequel as like lesser i'm not losing any sleep and 
it, it just makes me feel sad that like the people who really love Batman v Superman are, it seems, losing sleep, and they won't stop being bothered by that until the rest of the world says, "Holy shit, we actually love it, and we were wrong." And I'm just like, it, and that's why I want to make it so clear: Zack Snyder seems like such a sweetheart and such a nice guy. And what happened to him during Justice League with his daughter is fucking heartbreaking. And when I found out that they added a suicide prevention billboard, because I'll be honest, I didn't recognize that that was a suicide prevention billboard the first time I saw it in the movie. I knew it was important because they held on it. That warmed my heart, finding out that they added that into the official movie. That's fucking awesome. And they didn't have to. Yeah, I mean... I'd be shocked if they had added it and then took it out. I'd be like, that's fucking weird. What no, the fuck? I mean, I'm, I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, yeah, when, they, yeah. when they switched directors, that's something they didn't have to do. They didn't have to do that. They could have, that board, billboard could have been anything or nothing. Um, but to, to specifically do that, you know, as kind of a nod, as kind of like a um, kind of an understanding and to help anybody else going on through those, through those problems. They didn't have to do that. To to be clear, I believe they only added it to the Snyder cut. Um, um, see, I, I thought they added it to the regular one. Yeah, I think I'm. I I I could tell that I didn't explain it well enough, based on how you were reacting. I don't think it's in the the theatrical Justice League, but it is in the Snyder cut, and I love that. And I wish his daughter could have gotten the help she got, and he never lose his whole family, not lose that important person. I just that I just don't like the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like his 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 ethos with the people that he works with. Like he really loved this project. So he sought out the director who was like, come, come help me make my version of this. That's cool. Yeah. Um I'm I'm looking up to see whether or not that billboard is in there. So Oh, 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 gotcha. Uh, I, I saw it on a new Rockstars video pointing it out um, after the movie came out. So that's why. Uh, and the shot is very, at least seemed very clearly CGI, how they extended the shot. Um, but I guess it would be a good time to say that this movie may be edible. Or maybe a joint. But either way, this is a movie. So this movie... So so this movie's dope because movies, movies are, are... dope. What, what just my, happened on your head? I, have, I had my foot out because like, I'm like <laughs> long way against my desk. And I'm playing, I was playing with my backpack with my toe. And my cat came up and actually had this claw in between my toes there for a second. That was... <laughs> Rap out of me. Oh, Bang, that's banged my knee on the desk and everything. <laughs> I they that was the perfect time because I just needed ten more seconds to look up what movie we were gonna do next so I could shout it out. Is it um, King Kong? It is King Kong, the theatrical cut from two thousand five from uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean Dutch perfect timing from Peter Jackson. I'm sure uh, we're gonna mention how uh you know the uh the 
details about race and that. Mm-hmm. So everyone oh, yeah. can look forward to that. There's an affiliate link down below if you want to buy it and watch it before we review it. It's got Jack Black, Naomi Watts. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. That's it's solid. A- it's- Adrian Brody. Um, uh, oh, it's got um, the guy from uh, Samuel Fr- Jackson. No, Friday Night Lights. Uh, oh, wait. Kyle Sam- no, Samuel Jackson's in the other Kong movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kyle Chandler. He so who is great in tag. Nope, nope. He's great nope. in uh game night. <laughs> yes. As as an asshole. <laughs> yes. And then he, he plays in Bloodline, a Netflix show. He plays in Friday Night Lights, which was the adaptation of the 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 movie for a TV show. Yep. Um he plays in a bunch of other stuff. He's 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 a really good solid like dad figure in all these TV shows. <laughs> yeah. I just added game night to my list. Oh, Game Night's good. I've seen it. Um, and it's got um, what's his name? Something Dexter. It's got um, Dexter in it. Michael C. Hall. <laughs> there you go. I knew who, it was three three who, words. I just couldn't figure out what it was. Who is good in Gamer? I know. Gerard, Gerard Butler. Same oh, directors yes. as Crank and Crank high, to High Voltage. Yes. Yep. Anywho. Yeah, that's what you got to look forward to. I'm considering in the future uh, doing splitting these up into a quick spoiler-free one and then a spoiler review just to help people if they want, you know, the option to go through a bunch of quick uh, spoiler-free reviews. So if anyone has any thoughts on that, feel free to tell me. Otherwise, it'll probably stay the way it is. But... uh. We shall see. And uh, I can cut this out since this is at the end, but would you be interested in Thursday getting together to review all of Peacemaker? For a special Friday episode? Thursday, Peacemaker. Yeah, I don't don't think there's an issue with that. I'll double check with the the boss. Uh, But I don't think there's an an issue. She's been watching it too, so she'll be... She's watched all of it with us. Nice. All right. Cool. So, uh, well, that episode will post before this one does. So now you know how it came about. The movie magic. (laughs) Of scheduling things weeks in advance. (laughs) Uh, The one thing I do, we should figure out is how to format our ratings for Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the internet because yeah. i don't know how to how to put a poster and like add our ratings and make it cool and interesting for people to watch but or to look at but anywho i've been brian and i've been brad all his links are down below if you want us to review the last twilight movie for no good reason make sure there are at least 17 ratings and or reviews on spotify and apple podcasts or on December 1st, have the ratings and reviews be equal on both platforms. Other than that, we'll see you for Kong. <laughs> King Kong. Oh, I was like, uh, <laughs> I know. It was in my head, and I was like, oh man, it'd be so sick if he just heard how I said Kong like Bond. <laughs> <laughs> It did that, but I knew it was, uh, my imagination was flying too close to the sun. All right.
I'm just going to end the meeting. (laughs) Fair enough. Bye, sir. Have a great night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my button for end is not working. There.